Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of Our Holy Father St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 10, Chapter 125. He raises a youth from death. In the year of Christ, 1583, Paolo Massimo died, aged 14. After a debilitating illness, which weakened him progressively for nearly three months. While he was dying, they sent for Philip, who was unable to come because he was celebrating mass. When he had finished mass, he hastened to the dying boy and found that Paolo had died half an hour before. His father, Fabrizio, had already closed his eyes, as is normal when someone has died, and the parish priest, Camillo, had solemnly commended his soul to the protection of God and the saints, after fortifying him with the sacraments of Christ. He had not left until he had witnessed that the dying boy had breathed his last. That was not all. They had already prepared hot water to wash the body in the usual way, and clothes to dress it so that the corpse could be carried to church. One of the maids, called Francesca, who was still alive, was holding a pair of slippers in her hand to cover his nakedness. Philip arrived in the midst of all this, and Fabrizio spoke to him. Oh, father, he said, Paolo is dead. There is nothing more you can do. Philip replied, Why did you not call me earlier? But saying that, he went straight to the place where the dead boy lay. There he found the maid, Francesca, bringing the clothes with which the boy's body was to be dressed, all ready to start. Philip came close and asked, for some holy water, with which he sprinkled the mouth and face of the dead boy. Then he laid his hands on him and prayed. As he prayed, he stroked the boy and continued to pray and touch him. He called out aloud twice the name of the dead boy. Thus, in a strange way, Paolo was called back to life through Philip's prayers. He opened his eyes, and to the amazement of everyone who was present, replied to Philip in a clear voice. He then spoke with him at length for a quarter of an hour or more, though the bystanders could not hear what was said. After that, Philip asked him, Are you willing to die or to continue longer in this life? He replied that he wished to die, for he knew that he had a certain place set aside for him in heaven to enjoy the splendor of God, the best and the greatest forever. And so, in his longing for death, as if he were entering the land of the living, he breathed forth his spirit a second time in the sight and in the embrace of the Holy Father. 
This was on the 16th of March in the year 1583, as I have said. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We know in the Old Testament that the prophets Elijah and Elisha both were involved in praying and begging God to raise a young boy on different occasions back to life. And in both cases, they stretched out their bodies upon the dead, dead young boy, or they put their face to his face. They did various things which indicated prophetically our Lord's stretching himself out on the cross, our Lord's resurrection. And those cases in the Old Testament, Elijah and Elisha both brought someone back to life. In the history of the church, even starting with the apostles themselves, there are instances of people being raised from the dead. Later saints, like St. Severinus, also is known to have raised people from the dead. Of course, our Lord himself raised Lazarus from the dead. He also raised the young son, the only son of the poor widow of name. The difference, of course, is that our Lord raised people to life by his own authority. Our Lord had the authority and the power to directly raise people from the dead. I say to you, arise, he said to the little girl, Talithi Kum. Lazarus, come forth, he said. He commanded the dead. Whereas St. Philip, Elijah, Elisha, St. Peter, St. Severinus, these saints would pray. These saints would invoke God. And the Lord saw fit to answer their prayers. So tonight, let us pray for a little bit of faith in the glory of heaven. Let us pray that what entered into the soul of that 14-year-old boy, Paolo, that willingness to die, that desire to go to heaven, the desire to be with God, the best and the greatest, faith, that heaven is our true place of life. That we will be our true selves. That we will live the life we've always wanted to live in heaven, not here. That's the faith we want in our souls. That's the faith we have to pray for. But not just faith. We have to pray for hope. Because the hope is what instills in our soul a desire for that heaven. Heaven is so wonderful and so supernatural that we cannot desire it, want it, 
simply because we know about it. Our lack of desire for it, our lack of intense longing for heaven is because our hope, the virtue of hope is weak in us. So we must pray tonight for the Lord to increase our hope. And when we hope, we hope not only for heaven, but we hope to receive it by the Lord's gift, not by our own strength, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto your name, give the glory. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.